Greetings, Traveler. It looks like you're doing quite well. As you can see, one of our champions, Sir Nakamoto, has been sent on a quest to see what truths lie farther ahead than what we might think here at Nerds and Iron and whatever lays on the surface. But no matter, we must discuss more. Since there's plenty to discuss, we will let you know that all this adultery going on around here is going to get to a couple of people's minds. We cannot have them brainwash Traveler, and they must know what will happen if they indulge upon their habits. But no worry, we discuss a couple more things, and I think you'll be quite excited for what we have to bring to the table here at the Nerd again. Welcome back, Traveler. There's always hope. Dude, I've kicked off 2020 with a fat double. First off, before we even go there, it's kind of lonely in here, man. See, empty chair. I know, the big comfy chair that Andrew's ass was fucking taking is not filled. It's empty. It's sad to see. So, fat shout out to our boy Andrew. He is in Santa Clara. Well, actually in San Jose, living there, doing an internship, doing big, great things. We're thinking that he'll be coming back and forth. The plan is, sporadically, he'll be joining episodes here and there meantime it'll be miguel and i but we'll kind of figure it out you know yeah and i mean when we get our zen caster up and running we'll basically have him just skype call in and like as if he never left same quality same andrew same nakamoto <laughs> <laughs> well anyways back to what i was talking about dude i'm kicking off 2020 with a fat w big win right. so remember i was telling you guys about the rat the rat problem so we actually so let me just go over what this rat had done since because it's been about a week um i had gotten caitlin a pair of nike metcon fives and i'm not a big sneakerhead or anything and those of you out there that don't know what that is totally okay i didn't know what they were but they're a badass pair of shoes made for training by nike really really awesome squat shoes and they have a uh, removable heels so anyways probably one of the most expensive pair of shoes i've ever put money on and caitlin wore them one time left them in the car the rat came out and actually chewed through them. Ooh. Yeah. But fat <laughs> shout out to Dix. Dix was able to handle it. Caitlin ended up emailing them and they responded saying, no, it's cool. We got you. And basically uh, just gave us a verification code and we went to the store here in Chico and they basically just refunded us the money. And I was like, okay. Like, I was like, that's awesome. So yeah, that's dope. super cool company for doing that. They, they're winning. But this dude ate Nikes, ate a charger we had there. Messed up with wire and messed up some of the wiring of our fans. So when we turn on the heater now, it makes a weird noise and it just, it's, it's jacked up because it got all all up in there. Um, And also chewed through our pillars. So we have cloth pillars, kind of what separates the front windshield from the window, the side, the up and down. It's made of cloth there and it kind of chewed through that. So I'm pretty sure it was building a nest. It was probably pregnant. Oh damn! I know, dude. She's so make a little colony in your car. Uh, so we, <laughs> so it also chewed through registration, and so it wrecked havoc. Oh, we took shit. it to a shop. We called our insurance. Uh, our buddy Hector actually, he was like, "Got you." Told us what shop to take it to. Took it there. They weren't able to find it. They tore it apart a little bit. Weren't able to find this fucker. So they put rat and it was it those mouse traps and a few sticky pads, and still weren't able to get it. So then they're like, hey, uh, we'll just fix what happened and hopefully, what, you know, it kind of takes care of itself. They left the mousetraps in there. So that night we received the car, I actually was like, hmm, sitting there. And I looked at them like, I'm going to set them because why not, right? Yeah. And so I did. And the next morning I had an early morning client. I left in a hurry well to get to my client and uh, the rat's dead <laughs> oh, nice. now, so i'm running late and i'm like okay i got this dead rat i gotta be there like right now what, yeah. what the whole, I'm, so i'm kind of panicking i'm like i grabbed it and went and i mean we're we got a picture of it so oh. do you see the picture there look hey, at that thing say, i'm gonna stand up and look at it real quick <laughs> dude that thing is a trophy we could actually we could st- the the no, it's disgusting. You can't all that. Dude, that tail's huge. And that thing <laughs> cost us so much. Well, didn't cost a lot of money because insurance didn't care, but it could have been a lot of money. And as yeah. a fat headache and a huge inconvenience. I know you got a soft spot them because of the hamster, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's not really a rat. That's more of a mouse than it is a rat. It's a long ass. Wait, 
I thought the tail said if it was a rat or a mouse. I, I think there's a difference because mouses also have longer tails. It's a little short. It's a little shorter. That's definitely a rat. I'm just fucking around. But. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but I'm, Kate- I'm, I'm leaning more towards the mouse, but it, it's a rat. When uh, when Caitlin was taking a picture of it, she's like gagging and like. <laughs> no, it was hilarious, dude. She trooped it out. <laughs> yeah, so luckily it's. Uh, we on the 22nd we take it back the car in and they'll work on it fix everything that was wrong with it so hopefully everything is back to normal and since then there haven't been any more you know secret surprises that we woke up to like uh chewed you know extra things have been chewed up on so fuck that rat i don't know I don't, I, i'm not i know i'm sure we got listeners out there that have pet rats i that's not my thing <laughs> at all if andrew was here he'd be like i would have fed that to my snake exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> old hank would have been perfect for this actually hit him up tell him if they take uh, mouses through fedex <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah so um i've been doing some i was going through articles and actually ran into a pretty interesting one so china's known for not being very ethical with science which is why a lot of pretty cool studies come out of there because in the united states we have a really really high you know standard of ethics as far as we won't even let people take steroids to study the effects of it like you know we're very like no no that so china as controversial as it is they do come out with some pretty interesting studies because they'll do some things that people probably normally shouldn't do and one of them was crispr cas9 which is a gene editing tool that was i mean this was made yeah years ago now i wrote a paper on a really long paper in 2010 2013 around there and basically you're able to pick out what genetics you want to edit and edit them it's like build a bear build a bear whoa <laughs> so you so it's build a genetic for a human being basically right? yeah yeah it's so the thing is if you're not 100 percent precise i mean one wrong move you'll cause a you know what is it like a cascade effect and it'll cause um mutations um, unintended mutations and you could like have an arm coming out of your forehead (laughs) you know you know so you got to be very very careful with this stuff so the so the ethics behind it is you don't want to practice that on a human baby and then the baby ends up being born with some crazy you know uh, deformity and it's it's fucked up you know yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a baby so in china there's scientist he's actually jailed for doing this he ended up he got with a couple and the dad had hiv if i remember correctly and so they wanted it he wanted to edit out hiv out of the baby you know so it lives a normal and healthy life hold on rewind so the dad had hiv yes so the baby was born with hiv well they wanted it so so if they have a kid it won't be born with hiv oh, so okay. he was gonna so he just wants to prevent it he wants to edit it out so i mean okay, it's okay. not a bad reason right for no, that it's not bad at all no exactly so so what happened is twins were born but a third unconfirmed baby was also born i don't know it's unconfirmed so i i, I didn't really get that i kept i read three different articles and they kind of said the same thing so i have a feeling that something crazy happened and they're kind of just not telling the whole story yeah but this dude was jailed him and so this guy studied well he was graduated from stanford and two of his co-scientists also were you know they were jailed also the three of them were jailed so it's kind of crazy First off, that it's happening already, so there's babies that exist that have gone through this. It's already a thing. I don't know what their status is as of now, if they've even been able to make it or anything, but what I do know is that they're jailed, and China actually has some sort of ethical code, which is kind of cool. It's kind of nice to hear, you know, because, like I said, they're not known for that, you know? Right. But... Well, due to this decade, though, has been uh, crazy because, I mean, technology only get crazy and crazier. But, you know, what's nice is to not actually have to deal with any year-end world-ending bullshit like yeah, we do. Because yeah. now it's 2020. Whenever it's some weird, like, formation of numbers, people are like, oh, it's going to end. Remember the, was it 12-12-12? Yeah. <laughs> there's a world that's supposed to end on 12-12-12. Yeah. But do you remember back in 2000 when the world was supposed to end the year 2000? Remember that? Oh, Y2K. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> my parents, like, they were, like, super freaked out about that. They had actually got... Do you, did your parents really believe... Do they believe that? No, my parents were cave people. They didn't even know about any of that. Yeah, see, so... Primer Impacto, the Mexican news, <laughs> yeah. had my parents freaking out about it. So my parents had gotten a lot of water, a bunch of jugs, a bunch, you know, they stored us some food because who knows what's going to happen. So I'm freaking out. I mean, how old were we? But this, is, this is 2000. Uh, we were 9, 10, something like that. Yeah, we were like 9 or nine or 8. 
something like that eight yeah. nine yeah so i remember do you remember the next did you hear about oh, this yeah. at all yeah yeah I remember everyone at school was talking about it we were what in, in elementary at that time fifth, obviously fifth grade i yeah. believe so i remember just going to bed and just waking up and like my, i opened my eyes i'm like i'm alive like yeah. crap and i'm like and i, I remember <laughs> i remember i touched my face and i'm like yeah. whoa i'm like okay cool and i get up i'm like this is everything's real i'm not dead <laughs> everything's cool right now yes uh, i was the same way i woke up i looked outside i'm like the sun looks different i was just tripping myself out right i'm like it's cloudy day is that smoke like did shit crash like i was freaking the fuck out no it was uh yeah so it was cool that public's being more educated these days or those woo woo fortune tellers are like kind of becoming obsolete oh yeah dude not only that with just the rise in technology and internet there's just widespread information you can find out for yourself you can debunk it or you could just study it further and what people are getting to more with the internet now is like i said earlier information so you could look up an article from like cnn it'll say like ah get ready for the end of the world for 2020 (laughs) (laughs) well i mean that's part of the reason of why i mean it's a double-edged sword too people can also spread bullshit through the internet so I think people are becoming a little more educated in that. Hopefully, I'm just, I'm having faith in humanity here, but people can also spread bullshit, you know, and then because you, you ever see the articles on Facebook, like the bullshit and someone will just share it and it's absolute, like absolutely like crap, but you know, you know, no sources, nothing, you know, and it's like, oh, you know, it's almost like the, remember the Inquirer? Oh my God. Yeah. Like like Wolfman marries. (laughs) someone's grandma will just read the title that says like the world will end tomorrow and all of your knickknacks will burn in a fire of glory and the link name is like i fucked your (laughs) mom.com yeah i'll look at that and just like just just shrug and and move on with life you know god i just i wouldn't even yeah i just won't even give it a react or anything there's times that we're all comment on it and just be like and i'll just be like dude this absolutely like do you really believe this like click on it like how (laughs) you know read like the two second title real quick like on the on the actual what you call it the link you know what still hasn't died down though that's not a that well that's surprising me is uh those chain those chain like letters and stuff oh that's right so i have a client of mine his daughter i guess was freaking out one night because she wasn't able to share some picture of some clown or something to enough people so she thought she was gonna die that night and and this was like and so he, he told her like that's bullshit. He goes, I bet you 50 bucks that you won't be dead tomorrow. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> and she's like, if I'm dead, how do I get the money? <laughs> oh, my God. And then it turns out he, you know, she sleeps in. He wakes her up the next morning and he goes, see, you ain't dead now. Hurry up. You're going to be late for school. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> fine, go. I'm going to call my mom up and be like, sorry, mom, I didn't get those 35 shares. I don't know what's going to happen to you. God, I love the internet. Oh, yeah. But, dude, you know what else is, uh, I just read something about the internet, too, is uh, has been porn stats mm. so porn stats recently came out so this this website i've never heard of called pornhub came out you know i don't know if you've heard of it oh that's no, foreign yeah. to me yeah, yeah, yeah so <laughs> they came out with a bunch of stats for 2019 so every year they do this they've been doing this for well i don't know how many years now but you know the articles i've kept up with the articles for a few years because i follow a bunch of sciencey pages and so this year for the first time ever there's a new reigning champ so i this is everybody out there this is just 100% the article will put the link of this one in the show notes so you guys can read it yourselves. All right. So I'm just going to, you know, just going to summarize it. So for the last three years, the reigning champ had been lesbian and it got dethroned by Japanese F number one and shout out to Andrew and, <laughs> and hentai number two. Don't oh know. D- d- so who knows what's, what that is, but they bumped down to third and then, uh, Women, I, it's speculated that women bumped lesbian up. So part of it is women are just, they're just more about it. They're like, hey, it's just porn. Yeah, and they'll, they're so, comfortable. About so it, yeah. it seems like they're influencing the numbers quite a bit now, which is pretty cool. I yeah. think it's awesome. Like, hey, girl, you do you, you know? Do your thing, boo-boo. Yeah, exactly. So amateur jumped up and POV <laughs> jumped up too. Oh I, I don't know. These are, I guess these are, there's a category set. I don't know anything about this. You got to think about POV, man. VR is coming. Up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, dude, technology is going to get weird oh, here in a little bit. Really weird. Yeah. So um, then, uh, so current events have also drastically changed, you know, what's being viewed on there, the traffic. So 
May the 4th, you know, May the 4th be with you. Oh my God. So Star Wars related searches jumped 748% <laughs> so on that on, on May 4th, which oh is <laughs> as searches like alien and things like that popped up during the Area 51 raid. You know, it's <laughs> when Area 51 <laughs> is becoming a thing. <laughs> Clapping alien cheeks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so that was, so do you remember the, when the government shutdown happened, it happened last year during around this time. It was kind of in the beginning of the That's year. That's right. It was, yeah. it happened for like a, what, a month and a half span? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Things. So even that, that time bumped numbers up. So it's oh, like a yeah. uh, great people in government are like, you know, okay, hey, more free time, you know, <laughs> you, you, you do you, <laughs> but, um, YouTubers also have had a, you know, big influence on it. Like, I don't know that Bella, you said the name earlier, Bella, Bella, what is it? Bella Dauphine. Yeah. She, and I remember she was a thing because she was sold what bath water. Yeah. She sold her bath water. She'd sell like anything she kind of touched because people were like all about it. Oh yeah. People were super about it. I mean, think about it. She's very young. She's freshly 18. She cosplays Jeez. and she fits into the Japanese fetish with the ahigayo. So she's like a combination. She's like Majin Buu, just oh, a combination. Yeah, she's of, Buu, yeah, 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 just of everything. And like, so you get all these creepy, nerdy dudes that are into like super anime stuff and everything. And she's like, just thing. Yeah. That like, they're like, oh my God. And they'll even <laughs> buy her. Dude, imagine that. Being able to take a bath, bottle your used bath water, selling it for money. Dude holy crap it's just that's such a mind-blowing concept to me that first off that's fucking disgusting like yeah imagine i took a microbiology class last year now and they had encouraged us to bring something from home and we'll test it and see what's on there we'll culture it and see what pops up i ended up just doing a doorknob and they told me to not open it because if i do i'll release spores into the into the classroom and contaminate the entire thing that's just a doorknob dude fucking bath water nope yeah, no, no. But um how would you feel if you got an Amazon box with some foggy water in it, bro? Dude, that's, that's <laughs> Dude, and and then I remember seeing other articles the people that had gotten sick from that cuz I'm Oh yeah, people were drinking people it. People were drinking it. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking sick. Oh my god. So I mean, I needle I, I can't believe I have to say this, but got people don't drink bath water it's been used just don't that's <laughs> that sh- it doesn't need to be said but it, it is being said there's other bad bitches in the world bro shoot your shot <laughs> <laughs> so so the stats so there was 42 billion not uploads but people going into the website visits oh, okay. 42 billion visits in 2019 which equals to about 115 million a day that's actually an 8.7 billion increase from last year. Holy oh, shit. Dude, porn's like, it's exploding, man. Um, So all the new videos that were uploaded in 2019, <laughs> they were, there was enough of them that if you strung them all together and started watching them in 19, no, in 1850, you'd still be watching them right now. Oh yeah. my God. I mean, and that, that, and that's just <laughs> oh on that God. site that shows you just how crazy big the porn industry is. just how big porn is just in the internet itself i remember reading a stat maybe four eh, no no that's the number about three yeah about three years ago every regular regular web page there's four porn pages for it that's the ratio of it is like it's like four to one which is Sounds fucking nuts right. and that was then i'm sure it's grown a lot you know now it's grown even more so yeah so the videos are it's an insane amount the average <laughs> so the average session did a 15 second jump from last year really? so yeah so to almost 10 and a half minutes <laughs> yes <laughs> and um getting that stamina yeah, yeah so then as far as rankings by country u.s is still king <laughs> USA, USA. Yes, yeah and uh india which had been uh actually so it's usa then japan India was third for a while, but because of government things that happened over, they had banned, you know, sites and stuff yeah, and all did. that. Uh, they dropped from third to 12th. So that affected that bumping the UK up to that the, spot. the fact that they're still in the rankings. They're like, man, fuck the government. Yeah, exactly. They're finding a way. Let me borrow your phone, buddy. <laughs> However, though, speaking of porn, though, I mean, let's dive into that because that is definitely a uh, topic that 
a lot of people don't really like to well i mean it's kind of a weird topic for people it's you know it's for a lot of people it's very private there's incognito tabs for that people only <laughs> want it on their history you know and there's people that'll go in as deep as to get a vpn for their incognito tabs. Yeah, what is vpn by the way vpn is a virtual portal network so that basically means that your ip address can get uh, change it could crash and change and it'll get sent to another country so let's say you're logged into a vpn depending on the location you choose you could be anywhere sweden ireland allegedly yeah exactly yeah yeah this is all this, this is, all, is all, all stuff that we read about yeah this was an interesting article i mean that we, I saw on Facebook. what would what does <laughs> vpn things even be used for anyways vpn like what do people use it for is it just sounds little- it sounds sounds like People use it for sketchy things, am I right? It's allegedly used for sketchy things on the internet, and I won't tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So so you basically mask where you are, so if anybody tries to find you, they can't? Uh, right. There's also, I mean, there's people that are really intelligent. They can still go through the firewall and your virtual portal network and still find you. Oh, yeah. So it's not 100% guarantee, but if you're doing minor shit like porn, yeah, they'll never find you. Gotcha. Except for the Swedish people. Well, then, I mean dark web too but that's like that's a whole nother thing oh right? that's a whole nother topic we'll talk about oh that'd episode. be that'd be fun to do that one we should get into the dark web sometime for sure oh, and yeah. and actually get into dark web too i've never been in it so anyways back to um so so porn itself there's actually well, believe it or not people there's such thing as too much porn you know and yeah. so there's actually been a lot of repercussions that people have noticed like i read another article it's funny how this porn has been or porn articles has been popping yeah. up on my phone you know so it's been you know it's been a lot of reading it's been linked to depression and erectile dysfunction have been kind of the big things on it so it has the potential to rewire your brain so it's bad for the youth because of their plasticity in their brain and anybody until so for an adult it'll actually rewire it as well and become that plasticity kind of returns and you can actually have the brain of a juvenile but yeah. I'll get more into that in a bit. Um, so the thing that sucks about it is it makes real life suck. You end up, well, it increases your likelihood to cheat. So you kind of become like a shitty person if you're doing, uh, you know, too much, you know, if you're watching too much of it. Because I me, mean, people do get addiction to it. What ends up happening is sexual stimulation equals dopamine. Dopamine we've talked about when we were when we're going into sugar addiction remember that yeah it's a happy hormone yeah yeah there's the happy hormone the feel good hormone the reward hormone so i like to think of it more as a reward hormone because i equal that to addiction so it's a perfect thing for addiction cuz think about your typical you know meth addict usually they start out taking some prescribed medication and it turns into oh i want a little more something a little stronger right. something a little stronger then it eventually turns into meth you know so if you get find someone who's like hardcore like injecting meth because they'll start out smoking it and turn it to, into injection. Someone who's injecting it, if they take those prescribed pills that started them off, they'd be like, this is candy. This is literally nothing. Oh yeah. You know, they'll need to take a lot of it to get that same effect. They'll find their ways. Yeah, exactly. So just like, you know, meth, just like food. I mean, well, food actually makes it a little tougher because we need food to be alive. Yeah, we do. Sex is something that's natural to the body. I mean, it's something we're programmed, you know, humans are programmed to do is reproduce. So we have that built into who we are. So here's an interesting thing. Companies see people actually building up to tolerance of porn. So they're actually being challenged to push the limits of porn, if that makes sense. Think about that, right? Mm -hmm. So... There, so just regular conventional sex doesn't seem to be doing it anymore. So that's why allegedly you're seeing these uh, categories like you know stepmom, incest, hardcore things like that. Things are that are pushing the boundaries. People are wanting more and more of that extreme version because just reality is just boring. Yeah, you brought it up earlier with the statistics. What was the number three for the? It was hentai, right? No, that was number. Yeah, that was number two. Oh, f- fuck, even worse. Yeah, it was you number know? two. Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. Hentai is it's it's animated and it's very shocking. I mean, you see a girl like a little you know cute little cartoon girl, and then you see this octopus monster just start fucking her with twelve tentacles and spitting in her face. It's weird shit. Yeah, yeah, it's and, really and weird it's, shit. And yeah, so that's totally pushing the boundaries for anybody who's who's addicted to porn in general. Is okay, this their girlfriend probably isn't is just having sex and that's like nothing. But he so to him. Or her, you know, dudes are just a little oh, yeah. more prone to this. Right. Um, they'll um, they'll need something that's gonna, uh, they you know. So then you throw the 
you know animation in there you can literally i mean the then the sky's the limit literally yeah. the mind is literally the limit because you can draw whatever you want which makes total sense why animated style porn you know is has gone up you know right so it just makes your so you get these super high levels of dopamine constantly and you become desensitized to it so you want more and more and more just like meth just like sugar you know it just you know so you have to cut it off yeah so rates of depression and anxiety are actually associated with high levels of dopamine or the desensitization did i say that right anyways not being so sensitive to dopamine it they're linked which turns into watching porn more for a need rather than a want i mean that's a one of those hallmark features of addiction you're not you're no longer watching porn because you want to it's almost like it's a physical urge, like you need to. And that's, right. that's, and a lot of people kind of have the hard time drawing the line there. I mean, you, you ask any addict about anything that they're, you tell them they're addicted to it. They'll be like, no, I'm not, you know, they just, yeah. to them, it just seems as normal. And that's why personally, I think porn addiction and sugar addiction are the two toughest ones because I mean, like I had said it a little bit ago, is there natural instincts that we have? Mm-hmm. I mean, how are you going to tell someone to stop eating? You can tell someone to, well, to resist the urge of sex is just, that's just how we're wired, you know? Reports say that incest and violence are increasing, which is, like I said earlier, is the conventional sex is just not doing it for anybody anymore. So, and that's also been, well, if you think about it now is people could potentially be a little more violent too. Um, do you remember that documentary, the Don't Fuck With Cats? Yes. Yeah. So that weirdo, that that fucking weird guy that was doing that, he, you know, killed cats. He wanted that attention and he started doing that. So he, you know, he got the attention. Oh my God, all this attention. Suddenly it wasn't cutting it for him anymore. I wanted to step it up, got a little more extreme, started becoming more daring, turned it into a manhunt. So he could, and then he finally killed somebody that like was like, okay, now I'm getting, now he's getting national news attention. You he know, got that meth hit. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, addiction can be, it can be, you can have unintended consequences with it. So if you think about people wanting like this, you know, this violence type porn or this weird, just weird type porn, it could turn into, you know, crime, you know, it could turn into rape. It could turn it. So they could get a, you know, they end up getting a prostitute or something. Actually. I mean, you've heard of that. You've heard of killers, you know, doing that. So I don't know. It's porn. It's, it's a, it's definitely a double-edged sword because, it's causing all these unintended consequences. Then you think of the plasticity of the young mind. So you got a 12-year-old that suddenly has the internet and can literally just Google it. I mean, do you remember back in the day when... Uh, I remember back in elementary school, it was just a picture of, of a chick with boobs. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. First time I saw boobs. Like, it's awesome. like, whoa, yeah. But dude, these kids, first time, it could literally be anything. Imagine yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. The possibilities are endless, dude. Think about it. A four-year-old nowadays, four or five-year-old has a tablet. They have access to some kind of technology. Well, I remember when I, the first time I got, actually the first time I got access to porn was I, I'd seen my uncle put in the password for me to watch South Park, and <laughs> nice. I fucking looked over at his controller and I remember it's two seven seven three. I still remember it. <laughs> I can't <believe> remember. <laughs> that was my that was my gateway to porn because I remember it was just pictures is all I had to know. And I was like, oh, oh my god, like there's boobs in this picture and like you know, you know, the little yeah. kids are like, oh my god, look, look at this magazine, you know. Well, it, and a, a movie box, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then so I'm like, then I remember thinking like, they move, like what the fuck does that look like? Yeah. And it was just it blew. It fucking blew my mind. But that, and you know, so I'm now I think about it, it's like the first time I'd seen it, you know, of whatever age I was, 12, 13, whatever it was, it was normal. But so, I mean, I'm going to, I don't know if that was, I don't know if it's even normal for that. But uh, now, I mean, the kid can look up one of the most craziest things, run into, stumble across, you know, the craziest thing. And who knows what happened to the kid? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, think about it. You got a 12 year old, 10 year old. I mean, these kids, they all have phones. So, and then you know kids always find a way to hide from the parents yeah. because parents are always one step behind in whatever technology anything they'll find some youtube video that's how to hide your history how to get past the parental controls on blah 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 yeah. so because kid dude if, if a young teenage boy if he wants it he's gonna find he's a way through. yes yeah. exactly especially when the only thing blocking him is parental controls there are ways around that you know oh yeah i mean think about it noah when we wanted music when we were teenagers we got music exactly you know? limewire which actually <laughs> reminds me of this uh remember those prank calls where people would you'd you set it up to where some recorded message would call whoever you wanted to and they'd be something like 
like it could be like a delivery pizza it could just to prank people you'd okay. be pranking well they did that to me but it was like the you know the u.s something oh. yeah so they okay. they said that they had gotten data on me that i was downloading music i fucking freaked out and actually went to actually so i remember i unplugged the computer i opened up and i was like okay if i were to like if i got a what's the most important thing that i have to microwave because i've seen people microwave it in movies i was gonna do that like my hard drive oh i was my getting God. ready to do it and then i then i <laughs> then the phone call happened again later on i didn't do anything i just kind of left the computer unplugged i didn't know what to do and i got it again I, and then i stayed on the phone this time and they're like you've been pranked by i'm like oh, fuck motherfucker. <laughs> dude the best part is you were gonna microwave a metal component right? yeah no i was i was totally gonna i was freaking out dude oh, that was gonna just smash the computer i was ready yeah but um anyways speaking of uh big sausages uh what up with that <laughs> finger boy dude is it's been it's sucky okay so i'm got about four and a half weeks i'm thinking of this injury but i've been trying to work out and it's it's just it's been atrocious it's um that's got to be such a limiter dude because it's on your dominant hand on your ring finger yeah that's tough well it's been it's made work kind of tough too so being a trainer i like to get my clients their you know their dumbbells or whatever and when i spot them i kind of need to be ready especially when i'm spotting somebody doing like a chest press with dumbbells both hands that need to be ready for each individual dumbbell you know so like i'm just playing it out in my head like please don't drop it because it's gonna (laughs) suck if i have to pick it up with my because then what the doctor told me is that is if i grip too hard i could potentially mess it up because the ligament's trying to reattach itself to the bone it's trying to fix everything if that ligament gets jolts all of a sudden it could just restart the process in six weeks all over again that yeah so that working out has been tough too because I have, I mean, you have to grab dumbbells and stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, and hairline fractures are the most sensitive, too, because, I mean, once there's a crack in the bone, it's just one tiny little movement or one tiny little pressure point, you're done. Well, yeah, no, and the, it's, it's going to be, it's not even a hairline fracture yet. I know it'll become that as it's healing, but right now it was just in a, I believe it's an abrasion, I want to call it, it. But yeah. it's when, yeah, that ligament just itself gets yanked so hard, it's what causes the fracture. Mm. So I always feel cool saying that. I'm like, oh, I have such strong ligaments. I feel, I, feel, I feel like such a man saying that, you know. But um, so I can't deadlift. I can't deadlift a lot. I ended up purchasing these metal hooks that I wear as like wrist. So they go around my wrists and then where my hands would cup, it's just a metal hook that I'll just, you know, put onto the bar and I'll be able to pull like that. Well, the downside to that is I have to be careful about not tensing on my fingers because of what I had just said. I've had to also like, chest press instead of doing like dumbbell chest press i have to turn the dumbbells the other way and push like try and push my palm into it and it's not as effective but the way i see it is at least my muscles are still getting stimulated and they're kind of there but dude it's been tough to work out it's been so it's amazing you don't realize well i didn't realize how hard i identify with working out i kind of did but not not the mag the magnitude of it until once i started not being able to it's kind of you know and i don't want to say depression or anything but i'm just kind of bummed i'm like damn like i really like i can't work out like i want to not only that the prep was supposed to kick off and that's gonna need to be pushed back because when you go into a prep you need to be obviously you have to go 100 percent. you have to go hard if you have you end up working out way harder than you normally do because then you have a little bit of you know you have goal in your head and now i can't even push the boundaries all that hard anymore so it, it it's kind of i'm bummed out a little bit but it is what it is, you know? Yeah, no. And I'm in the same boat. I mean, my back is still fucked up. Yeah, you've been two jacked up. Later. Yeah, two months later. How has that been? You, uh, have you been able to, I mean, have you been able to go to the gym at all or anything? No. I haven't gone to the gym in a solid month now. It's just getting worse. If I stand up for like longer than two, three minutes, it starts to hurt. If I walk around, it'll hurt. Ironically enough, though, if I'm like bending, twisting, like lifting something light or at my job, it like I'll feel it, but it won't bother me so hard. It's just straightening up my posture. Like I don't, I don't know what it is about perfecting my posture and using my hips. It just com- just compresses the fuck out of the sciatic area. Man, well, that's that's definitely one of those cases where I mean, just good old good old stretching and exercise. That's you know that you're definitely got something a little tougher there. That's I mean, you went to the doctor, right? Yeah, yeah. What he, do they do? Yeah, uh, well, he just gave me a cortisone shot and told me to wait a couple of days for it to kick in. It's been a week; it still hasn't kicked in. So with what that tells me is that either my disc is herniated or there's something just really wrong with one of my nerves. So he prescribed me, or not prescribed me, he referred me to physical therapy and 
hopefully that'll take care of itself in the future and depending on how many months he gives me you know yeah no and i've seen those those cortisone shots they're hit and miss either they work amazingly and it's like oh my god and you can like suddenly move and everything's cool or they just don't work at all i mean i've heard it seems to be about 50 50 for you know based on clients or patients that i had worked with back when i was you know in physical therapy Here's the kicker, though, is I'm not a huge fan of them. I mean, if they can get you to help you to get by, it's cool. But what I don't like is, let's say that cortisone shot worked and you're you, all of a sudden there's no pain. It'd be amazing, right? Yeah, that'd be amazing. Here's the thing, though. You'd start moving around like whatever and you potentially and most likely cause more damage because as it starts wearing off, it doesn't fix the problem. It just masks the pain. That's literally all it does. Mm. So then you start moving around very normally and everything causing further damage because the pain is there. It's to tell you that, hey, something's wrong. You need to fix this. That's what that's the purpose of pain. It's to tell us something. Suddenly you're ignoring that, you're overriding, you're moving around a lot more. Then when it wears off, you're in a worse place than you were before. I mean, it happens a lot with shoulders. I saw it a lot with shoulders. They'd come in and it's way, much worse the next time because they ended up, you know, you know, their nerve impingement got even worse, or the whatever, you know, ligament or tendon was out of place or strained got you know even more probably even total separation i don't know it's it sucks so i'm kind of kind of glad it didn't work but it's you're in a bad place which sucks so i'm really hoping i'm a firm believer in physical therapy that's the way to go i really hope because i've seen it you know i've seen people come in with back pain and they leave and everything's cool yeah that's what i'm hoping for man i hopefully because i miss the gym i miss i miss going back in there after work you know yeah 2020 uh <laughs> the nerds and Ryan, the nerds and iron were starting it off a little a little rough. Andrew's <laughs> gone. I'm over here with, you know, basically missing a hand and you're over here not being able to walk. Pain and iron. <laughs> <laughs> Hello traveler. What's that you've got there? Uh looks like a bottle with some contents in it. Go ahead. Give it a pull. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, it looks like questions. Probably from other travelers in search of the truth. Let's have a look, shall we? Question one got from one of our listeners. Uh, so it's New Year, old me. How to fix this? <laughs> uh, so I guess she's going on and off, back and forth between, you know, going to the gym really hard for like three months, then not going at all, you know, at, at all for three months, and then kind of on and off, on and off. Mm. And so it sounds to me like she's burning herself. Have you gone through something like this? Um, I went through a little burnout phase, um, not to that extent. I mean, what I would do is when I would go, I'd go pretty heavy. I'd feel confident. I was on top of my diet. Um, the diet didn't crash too hard, but the workouts did. I dumbed them down a little bit. And I'd miss like maybe an extra day or two throughout the week, but I never really stopped. So yeah. <clears throat> as far as that situation goes, I mean, it's a matter of discipline. Uh, yeah, being disciplined, yeah, yes. Being disciplined, sticking to it. I mean, a resolution basically means that it's it's a lifestyle change in your life that you want to adhere to for a long, if not permanent period of time. Yeah, it has to be realistic. So what I'm getting the sense out of here is, and I've worked with her before, so I've, I know what some, some of her workouts have consisted of, but I know she's also a dancer, so she's, oh. she's, so she's very, very active, you know. Mm-hmm. So what I would do with her is, just tweak change the goals you know if her goal is trying to be very aesthetic and you know trying to drop body fat and look really good then because she's a dancer maybe i'd get her to focus on when she starts feeling burning out go work on mobility you know try and address your hip mobility ankle mobility you know thoracic lower back mobility shoulder mobility because for her and what she does it'll make her a better dancer and just anybody else i mean you being mobile is never a bad thing so i know that's an area a lot of people always have if you're starting to feel burned out maybe that's that's you know make focus on that are you always trying to look good let's try and get stronger change your goals is kind of the biggest ones that and taper down on your exercising you know you hear about these people like beast mode beast mode you know six no no days off the all-in mentality two days you know two times a day and they you know you end up getting the cns fatigue adrenal fatigue you overdo it you're not sleeping enough you're in this high stress state all the time well you're much better off toning it down and i remember with her when we first started i had her doing just three workouts a week full body and she was seeing really good results she had you know uh for her wedding she actually trimmed down quite a bit looked really good for her wedding you know so so i think what it is is she went really 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 hard and because she had told me uh kind of i'm bound i'm 
falling off the wagon here, you know. And so she was on an intense program toward the end. And so now if I were her, I'd focus more on getting better at mobility, getting stronger, and don't focus so much on the physique. That's the thing is when people you know, have this goal, they keep looking at the end goal and not the little victories. So it looks like they're not making any progress. Right. You want to focus on your performance. Yeah. How's your strength looking? Yeah. You know, how's how's everything else when it comes to like your, uh, what's, what's it called? Your endurance. Yes. Endurance. Um, also, on top of all of that, I mean, you said she's a dancer and she's hitting the gym. She's resistance training, obviously. Yeah. She got to check that nutrition. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then there's the other thing too is, um, I mean, perfect because that's a lot of movements you're doing. If you're trying to be very, very good in the gym, because you see this with people that are doing martial arts and stuff. So she's trying to be a good dancer also. Trying to be very, very good in the gym and being very, very good at dancing, you're only going to be okay at both. You have to kind of pick one you'll specialize in. The other one will just supplement it. So if you're dancing, let's say you're dancing three times a week, then just go to the gym twice a week. That's so much easier to do than trying to go to both three times a week, especially on the same day, you know, getting an offset is maybe a little easier, but pick the one you're more passionate about, hit that one a little more and tone down the other one. Just get it to supplement it, get it to help it. And I think you'll be all right. Question numero dos is how to get into the gym and feel like a bad bitch while being a beginner and just starting out this journey. <laughs> that was, that's great. I love how she worried about <laughs> I mean, if I could start this one off, it, obviously in my opinion, you already are. A lot of people that take the start and just do it, that's already a you're already a bad bitch for doing that because most people just talk about starting instead of actually oh, starting. Yeah, all the time and they'll wait for like a Monday to start it. So that's really cool. <laughs> right? So the fact that you're even going out to it, great start. Now, here's the problem is you're focusing too much on the end result. You Like I just talked about, you know, with the previous question. You focus too much on the end result and you are not focusing on the little victories. You have to learn to enjoy the process. You have to find the value of exercise. So some things I like to look at is, and I've noticed them because I'm not exercising as much right now. I'm not, my intensities in my workouts have gone down. I, my sleeping isn't as good. I'm not as high energy as I, you know, normally am. So I've noticed that that's the value I have in exercise. I have more, I have energy, I, you know, um, my increased metabolism, I feel better. I value exercise because of that. A lot of people use exercise just to get to their goal and they don't enjoy the journey. Love yourself, which seems like she already does. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the journey and love the process. Enjoy it. Find all these little things you're starting to notice. Like, ooh, I'm sleeping a little better now. Ooh, um, you know, the weight's kind of coming off a little bit. Ooh, I'm getting stronger. You know, all these little things. These little victories make it so much easier instead of, because you hear it all the time. Oh, and guys are a little worse than this. I mean, actually, everyone's just as bad as this, is they'll see that dream body they want, and that's all they think about. So it seems like they're not making progress. If that body is two years away, that, you know, perfect Instagram body, which... It's all fake, by the way. If, that, if that's two years away, you, you'll you have to be motivated for two years straight, and that's not going to happen. And, you know, like we said, dis- staying disciplined for the long, it's tough. It's not easy. But it does make it easier when you say, hey, uh, this week I was good for, you know, five, six days. When, let it loose a little bit this one day, but you know what? I'm going to try and beat that next week. And just, you know, oh, I did seven. This week was perfect. Cool. See if you can go eight days and just build off that a little bit, a little bit, and you know, enjoy the small victories, enjoy the process, learn to love it. If you're in some program that is just killing you and you're not enjoying it and you're dreading going to it, that's not the program for you. Whatever you're doing should not be killing you in the gym every single day. Also, you, I, I agree. Yeah. You, you people burn, you end up burning yourselves out, uh, adrenal fatigue, CNS fatigue, you end up being tired and you're not enjoying it anymore. By then it becomes a chore it be, and and just like any other chore, you want to get it over with or you just want to drop it. Exactly. Just remember, enjoy the little things. It's a time investment, you know? Yes. And not only that, not there's a lot more reward than there is um, risk. Yeah. Oh, no, uh, way more, especially the less you do. If you're trying to get in there, like I said, doing something crazy, the risk versus reward ratio, which is what I like to call it, is, um, yeah. is and, and now it's skewed. You're doing this crazy workout where you're jumping on boxes and you're doing this and that and it's very very extreme 
no point, you know, there's no reason for that. You should just be doing something that's easier to do, something that you're actually enjoying. And you know what actually helps out a lot too is if you have a workout partner or you're in with somebody, you know. So, you know, that's kind of more of that support group type of approach. You have a support group, somebody's going through it with you, which is why classes do so well is you get this, you know, group and you get all these people with you and they're all going through it with you and it's awesome. That's why football teams, you know, everyone's going through conditioning together. Mm. That little, you know, camaraderie happens. Get a workout partner. I mean, that helps out a lot. And also, you're able to converse with somebody. It just helps the time pass, and it's not so bleh. Yeah. Because that does happen. It does. Yeah, I mean, uh, as you get better and better, you know, goals will change. Progress will be a little different. Things, you know, might change. But it does help out a lot. It makes it so much more enjoyable. And like I brought up earlier, it's a time investment. <clears throat> stick to it. Absolutely stick to it. Uh, I know that I oh, shit after I hurt my back. I know I got a couple more years to add to the stack, but hey, man, as long as I get better, I don't care if it takes another seven years. I want to stick to it. Anybody else that I can encourage, you should stick to it too. Exactly. Enjoy the process and love it. So, last question we have is how to eat good but cheap at the same time. That's a tough one. N- not super tough, but off from you know just looking at the question itself, sounds tough. Now we know that cheap food is bad for you tends to be right think about that you go to the fast food joint and you see the dollar menu oh boy. you can feed yourself with like i mean honestly you can get a lot of food for like seven eight bucks yeah. a lot of food so that's what makes it tough that we, we think things like convenience and stuff now i don't know what it's like to have kids i you know i don't have kids so i know that the convenience thing becomes a little more important then mm-hmm. but i do know that it's nice to just go in the freezer pop something in the microwave and just eat it and like that's that you know and then a guy like me who doesn't have to put it on a plate i'll just eat it you know whatever it is unwrap it eat it right out of the box throw it away no dishes boom go on it's nice but the reality is it's it's not the way to do it not for sustainability things like fruit and vegetables you can grab them and eat them and go so one thing that's a staple you know at our place is rice and chicken in bulk it's not that it's not that expensive. You just have to plan for it. And part of that is you got to prioritize it too. You know, mm-hmm. make like just think, oh, how many times am I going out to eat? And, you know, you go out to eat with, you know, your significant other. It's like a $20 bill right there, $20, $30 bill, right? Then you go to, you do it again that same week, $40. $40, you could actually go and buy, you know, is it actually for like $10 more dollars? You can go to, a bulk store like uh, we have one here. It's called. Uh, it's kind of like a Costco, but it's the other one, the Cash and Carry. Oh, you, cash and we, and carry, you can yeah. buy chicken thigh there, forty pounds of it for like fifty six, you know, like fifty bucks, fifty ish bucks. Forty pounds. That's a lot, dude. That will you know. So it's not a huge investment. So you get that much meat, you're able to kind of go off of it for a while. Rice is stupid oh. cheap. I mean, you you get a bunch of it at like Costco. I mean, and boom, those two. You've got two big staples, vegetables, you know, you can go organic and stuff and, uh, you know, this, that, but I actually have a client of mine who works in the farm industry and I asked him straight up cause I, I knew this question that we were going to answer it. So I'd already kept it in mind. I asked him like, man, is there any, is there such thing as organic? He goes, you cannot escape. He goes, no, he goes, there's no such thing. He goes, a farm to be truly, truly, truly organic is not going to be able to sustain itself. Plus, whenever they're being checked, they only get checked, you know, if they're spraying on weekdays. He goes, I know farmers that claim that they're uh, organic and they'll spray on the weekends when, <laughs> when the county isn't there to check. And they, you know, it sucks, you know? Yeah. You know, learning that, I'm like, damn, this is, it's jacked up. And then some other companies will just pay to have that organic label. Yeah. But but there's so there's loopholes. He says there's a bunch of loopholes. So oh, yeah. I mean, you can go for organic and maybe minimize whatever you know and all that. It's a little pricier, but but I that's mean, like the Dre beats of vegetables. Think about it. When you eat a vegetable, the body doesn't give a shit if it's cancer ridden or if it's organic. It's gonna process it the same way. Yeah, there's there's nutrients in there. I mean, exactly. if it's if it isn't organic, guess what? Carrots are still going to have vitamin A. So you're still going to get that. You're still going to get the fiber. So the way I see it is a lot of these people are bending the rules. Kind of just roll with it. It sucks, (laughs) you know, but, but, you know, the people, it's greed out there. People want to save money and stuff. But, um, I mean, something else is people start thinking like dishes. I don't want to do dishes. Well, that's the unfortunate. There's no way around that one. You're going to, if you're going to cook to have your healthy food, 
you're going to make dishes. Good way to kind of minimize that is having uh, over our place, we like disposable plates so we don't have to wash them over and over and over. So we'll cook on Sunday. We'll cook a giant thing of rice and a giant thing of chicken. Typically, chicken, we'll do beef and other ground turkey, but those are the big two that we'll normally do. And I mean, we're good. I mean, so then I'll just be eating off the paper plates. Suddenly, there's no dishes. So that we eliminated it with that. And then also, if you want to cook something, you could shove something in the oven, cook it. Oh, sorry. Get a baking pan or something like that. Cook it with foil on top. Prep it. Do whatever you need. Put it in some Tupperware. Throw the foil away. No dishes. No, exactly. Well, so then the other thing is I said being able to prioritize this. A lot of people are like, they kind of want to get in shape, kind of want to eat healthy. But then they like, just I'd rather go and take, you know, I'll go to Taco Bell and feed my family. You know, yeah. it, it, it's, it's, just, it's convenience. So then it, sometimes it's like all to ask them, like, like really, like, do you just kind of want it? Do you just want to work out and like not like, worry about the eating healthy? Mm-hmm. You know, I'll ask them things like that. And then, you know, I'll sit down and kind of dig, dig a little deeper. Sometimes it turns into like, you know, I just don't feel like tracking. I just don't feel like, you know, weighing my food. I just don't feel like cooking all the time. Well, then, I mean, that that suddenly becomes priority, like, to do a little more. Well, suddenly you're not prioritizing your health, and that should be the most important thing. Think about that. I mean, if you ain't healthy, if you're dead, <laughs> it doesn't matter, doesn't matter, what, yeah, it doesn't matter what, else, what else you prioritize over because you're fucking dead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, health, I think people should prioritize it a little more, and then suddenly becomes a little easier. Like, with me, with sleep, I mean, 7.30, 8, around there, I'm already, like, like already, I'm already doing things to calm the body to be able to go to bed till I'm asleep by 8.30. A lot of people, you know, won't do that and they'll claim that they'll, they love their sleep and stuff, but they won't even do that. Speaking of which, real quick, I'm going to go off topic for a second. Those blue light blocker glasses that we have, congrats to whoever won them. By the time this airs, I don't know because we haven't drawn yet, but whoever won them, congrats, both of you. You guys enjoy them and enjoy the better sleep. Congrats, traveler. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... um. They need to prioritize their health a little more. Too many people are kind of just kind of wanting it. And so like, eh, I'll just order food out or I'll just get this thing that I got this from the frozen section, pop it in the oven and call it good. Oh, yeah. And once you make a decision, make a firm decision because people will say it's very expensive. They'll buy their groceries, get lazy, and then they'll go out to eat. Oh, That's yeah. That's what makes it expensive. Yes. So either eat the junk food or eat the healthy food. Yeah, I do. And it's a, dude, that's an excellent, excellent point you brought up there because there's been times where, you know, we'll buy the, you know, the salads and stuff that we'll cook the chicken and we'll get kind of lazy halfway through the week and not, and it's like, all we have to do is heat it up. It's not even that bad, but we do yeah. that or we cook more. We want to, you know, and so then the one that we cooked on Sunday, we don't, we're like, eh, it's yeah, older. I want the newer one. I'm try. I try to be very good about eating the older stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, some other people in the house, you know, kind of <laughs> go for the newer stuff. So it puts a lot of <laughs> the burden. freshies. Exactly. Yeah. So, <laughs> but just got to prioritize your health. I mean, sit down, do finances, go on walmart.com or wherever, you know, big grocery store, and you can actually order it online. And a good way to actually prevent you from getting more is go online get him to bring your groceries to you. I know it's super lazy, but that might help some people from overspending or buying other bull crap, you know, because yeah. once you're walking down the aisles, you're like, you know what? That pizza sounds kind of bomb. You know, it'll exactly. end up sneaking onto your cart and you're know, spending a little more, you know, so prioritize it, get your finances straight. And I think you're going to be all right. You know, okay. it's not that expensive to eat that much better because when I'm in prep, actually end up not spending so much money because we're not eating out ever. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that's boom. So mic drop. <laughs> yeah, there it is right there. That's it. So give me a follow on Instagram at Noel Cast Iron Fit. You could follow me at Brown Psycho 100. Follow my YouTube channel. And for the boy Andrew, follow him at Knack Attack Fit on Instagram and follow Iron Nerd Moto, which he's supposedly running. <laughs> and don't forget about our actual Nerds and Iron Instagram page. Give us a follow on that. Thanks, guys.